This episode of Insurance Happy Hour is brought to you by Insurance Agent App. Laird, my clients are are telling my agents that they're having a hard time interacting with my agency on their phones. I'm looking for a way to make that experience better for them. Do you do you know of any solutions? You know what, Becky? I do. There is a phenomenal customer experience that is completely mobile device driven that allows you to have 24 access to an aid to your agency via call text email and offering bill pay and id storage and claims reporting all in one place would that work for you that sounds great where can i go to learn more you know what where you could go is insuranceagentapp.com And there you will find out how you can enable your agency to have a mobile-driven app that meets the needs of not only today's consumers but tomorrow. And for a simple setup fee of around $500 and up to in as low as $45 per month, you can have one for your agency as well. Well, that sounds very reasonable. I'm going to this website right now. You should. Again, this episode is brought to you by Insurance Agent App. You can reach them directly at insuranceagentapp.com or you can call them at 980-288-7723. Welcome back to Insurance Happy Hour. I'm Becky. And I'm Laird. Hey, Laird. Hello. Happy Bosses Day. Oh, sh- is it really? <laughs> it is. Um, so on Happy Bosses Day, it is Friday, right? I mean, today is Friday. Yes. Really Friday. Really Friday. Yeah, we're going to post All this day episode long. in like three hours Friday. <laughs> so is it true? Like, today, October 16th, is Bosses Day. Okay, but why? why is Bosses Day a thing? Why? Well, I mean, I don't know. Why is Employee Day a thing? Uh, I, I mean, mean, I always say to that, remind people to appreciate their employees. <laughs> well, I appreciate employees every twice a month. <laughs> In fact, I'm very generous. I give them money. <laughs> uh, I don't know why it's a thing. It's a thing. I don't. I don't. I didn't get you anything. Oh, that's fine. Nobody <laughs> did. <laughs> like, Except my, my utmost respect and admiration. There you go. Well, uh, so I could I could turn that in and get a quarter back or something. <laughs> that and fifty cents will get you a coke. Oh, or, yeah. Not anymore, actually. No, was, <laughs> you need a whole dollar. Buck, buck up at uh, McDonald's and I would still need a buck. <laughs> Wait, it actually might cover the tax, right? <laughs> Maybe. I appreciate you, Becky. It is <laughs> Twice a, a month. It is, it is a <laughs> That's joy. all I get. It is a joy to have you here with me today. Oh, my. Yeah. Did uh, your boss did, – did your – Did my boss. Did your bosses – did your <laughs> – did, did my boss give me anything for bosses? <laughs> <laughs> I would say no. <laughs> you know, but he got me something yesterday. Oh, really? I got appreciated yesterday. Okay. So my question is, I got did paid. your employee – did you <laughs> – 
exactly. I was going to ask. <laughs> so did your employees get you anything? No. I don't Aww. expect anything. It's really? fine. Yeah. So, I mean, we did that. F- like, like you, you had no idea. Today was boss's day. I, I Nobody gave, knows it's boss's I day. I gave up. I mean, I remember that time that we, we started the episode for like three weeks. So we talked about what day it was, what type of day it was. Yep. And when I started researching that, there were days for everything. You You had days for, you know, appreciate your carpet day. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, there it, there are really random yeah. days out there, and then you know, then it became that one day wasn't enough, and now we have full months appreciating stuff, and you know, soon we're gonna have de- this is the decade of appreciating, you know, whatever, you know, it's like, what, <laughs> uh, making sure this pl- podcast doesn't become political. <laughs> The the only reason why I knew or remembered, because I, I, I always have in the back of my head that it's sometime around now, uh, but I'm on some list, some email list for some florist, and so they sent out emails like, get your boss flowers for boss's day. <laughs> if I get flowers on boss's day, I'm like, no. what, what's going on here? <laughs> uh, yeah, No, I'm, I'm, I know you better than that. I'm not going to send you flowers. Oh, well, no, I would expect them from Joel. <laughs> That would be funny. <laughs> he did ask if I was in the office today. I just don't know what the what is what, he sending you? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Fruit basket. <laughs> What's the worst gift you ever got? A tie purse. It was a purse made out of neckties. Huh? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Who sent it? Like who sent it to you, and why? And- I, I'm not going to <laughs> reveal the guilty party, but yeah. Did did you did you use the requisite? Uh, see, we have a rule in my family growing up that if someone gives you a gag gift or something, uh, you you can retaliate with your gag gift of your own. However, you had to d- publicly display the gag gift for a year. It was it was not a gag gift. Okay. It did was, you use it for a year? No. Did you use it for 20 seconds? <laughs> I, I didn't use it. I gifted it on. Oh. Did did the person that you gifted it to like it? They took it to a bad gift party. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. I, I've actually had family members that are really good at giving bad gifts that – are so bad that they become like the white elephant gift that everybody wants because it's just that bad. Like what? Um, one time, I swear my parents brought a a, a a a weed box, like a box that had this secret compartment to store weed in. Uh-huh. I, I kid you not. I'm like, what is this? Well, this is a pretty box, and you know, you could store stuff in it. And I'm like. Yeah, did you get it at a head shop? I mean, like, where did you get this, guys? I mean, did did did, did uh, you know? Did every other word come up? Man, this is really good. This is a good box, man. <laughs> and then and then what happened is that became like the gift that everybody wanted, and that that was the one that actually the only gift that was uh, traded out. That was that lot you couldn't trade it anymore. Yeah, it Whatever. got frozen because it got stolen too many times. Correct. Now, I always, you know, 
I'm always really keen on those types of gifts as well as those in those exchange things. Mm. I go for the worst gift so I don't have to play anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't oh. like them is what you're saying. You don't have think it's fun. No, I don't because what happens is some jackhole will be, will bring like you know the the top gift is like twenty bucks and some person will bring like a silver coin real story silver coin worth like 400 bucks and then everybody's fighting over the silver coin and i'm like yeah i'll take the uh the jelly beans (laughs) (laughs) those are good yeah i usually just bring booze that 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 helps get through (laughs) any of those types of events just sit in the corner drinking your booze well no i mean as the white elephant gift yeah, but then but people like it unless unless it's like booze, like rum chata. <laughs> people are like, yeah, I'm not going to drink that. No, um, yeah, uh, cra- crazy gifts. But going back to the crazy gift story, and, and we'll get back to this. By the way, this is that part of the episode that didn't make it. The one that that was horrible to hear is this is my thought process. This is how far. This is what happens in real life. Is that. <laughs> I have a thought that I wanted to talk about on this show and we touched a little bit of it and we've gone three or four steps past that and I could keep going. I, I really could, but we'll, we'll take one step back. My, my parents and my uncle had a back and forth uh, going for a while where they would just get in the worst gifts or whatever, but you had to publicly display it. And where did they publicly display it? it? At their house, like inside their house. Or so it had to like sit on the mantle or yeah, it, on like an entry table correct, or something. Correct. Um, and then <clears throat> I think that, that that was a year that he gave them a really obnoxious like uh, you know, the, the Texas head with the horns and all of that really obnoxious. It was just horrible looking and all of that, but they got him a velvet Elvis that played. It's a small world. Oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. And he, and, and what happened was he went on to the, uh, the, it's a small world ride at uh, Disney. We went as a family just whenever I was a kid and he was like, this ride sucks. I can't see anything. It's horrible. You know, why are we even in here? He's just grumpy. And he was wearing his sunglasses. <laughs> and so that's why everything was so dark. And But he hates the song, It's a Small World. So they got a Velvet Elvis that played It's a Small World. Was it like motion activated? So whenever you walked in front of it, it started I, singing? I don't remember. I could be like muddling a whole bunch of stories <laughs> together. I could be I could be telling a story of three Christmases put together. I don't know at this point. However... <clears throat> That was the end of that. <laughs> they won. Yeah, they won. They, he, he refused to put that up. So uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that. But um, y- you know, one of the things that I wanted to ask you, okay, was um, you know we've kind of asked who is influential in your life, but um, give me you know, and we talked about your dad, mm-hmm. and but give me someone that has been influential to you in a, in an odd way. Like the, they, they gave you something that is completely random and you use it daily or something like that. God, that's hard. Yeah. That's like, I, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, the, the one that comes like, one of the first things to my mind is my boss for my first 
career job mm-hmm. because he gave me a lot of the very specific um, grammar pet peeves and style that I still use now. So I should go find this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's it's made me a better writer and editor. Okay. See, that that's a good one. Mine's my grandma. Why your grandma? Is my ability to tell a story. It, that's one of the things that I, I get from her that she was really, really good at. And I think it helps in a lot of aspects of life, but a lot of people are really bad at telling a story and they're just not really engaging when they tell a story and you go down these paths and it's, it's just not a fantastic story. And it's a rarity that someone has that ability to kind of tell a story. Mm -hmm. And my grandma was stellar at it. And, you know, she would, she made her so great. She would just, talk and talk. She could connect the stories a lot like I do, where mm-hmm. you, you just go down these random paths and, you know, you're, you're in the car, you're listening. And then a state later, you're, <laughs> you're, <laughs> she finishes, she, she finally gets back to what we started at. And it was really funny because what one time they, she would tell the stories about how she would ride the buses, uh, uh going cross country, uh, during the war. And, you know, all the stories and the songs they would sing and how the world has just completely changed. It was really cool to hear how, how much it's changed. And, you know, this was 80s and 90s and 2000s whenever I heard all these stories. But she, she would just tell these stories. But it was really funny because you would take a camera. The second a camera was up, either two things would happen. One, she would sh- clam up. Or two, oh, my then vaudeville came out, you know, <laughs> she would be dancing. She, it would stop being just a normal storyteller. It would be become like animated, yeah, like super animated. And it, it's, it's something that I, I feel that I, I've picked up from her is she was, I would just sit there and listen to her tell stories sitting in her den and talking. And, uh, you know, her and I had a, had a unique relationship. Everybody. Everybody called her Gma. Everybody except for me called her Grandma. Like and why? Because you hate abbreviations? No, no. I just never did. And the thing is, is that someone would come in, like introduce her. Um, she would just say, "Call me Gma." And anybody that called her anything but Gma, she got told. She told them to say Gma, not me. I was always Grandma. I was. Always, always grandma. It just, I don't know. Maybe I'm a petulant child. <laughs> you are stubborn. I, I decided that, no, I'm not going to, uh, you know, call her G-Ma. And I mean, it even perpetuated, uh, she became a great grandma. So it was G-G-Ma. And, you know, I, I was like, no, it's a great grandma. That's <laughs> how so that works. Is this the same grandma you invoiced? Yes, this is the same grandma I invoiced. And, and I was thinking about it because I was thinking about, to, you know, talking about this today and I was, um, just thinking of, you know, I got really, really bored in Northern New Mexico. It, there was just nothing to do. You had walked to the, the video store, you had walked to the drug store, you would walk down to the park, you would, I, I mean, and then every day she would take us go swimming at, um, the lions club. 
And I always wanted to be part of the Lions Club because of that. And now, you know, Lions Clubs are kind of like, I don't know if they exist anymore. And then she was also part of the Elks. Again, all these social clubs are completely gone. Yeah. And I I would not be a member of the Elks nowadays just because you, you learn more about them through time. And you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm good about not being part of that. I didn't even know Elks was a thing. Yeah. Like oh. I know Lions Club because I got a scholarship from um, the Lions Club in my town for college. But I don't know if they had like a building or anything. Yeah, they, there's a there's an Elks Club over in Irving. I mean, just just a little building and you would never, never really see it. But all those social clubs are completely, you know, gone or or we don't know about them. Oh, okay. here, here go the conspiracy. Yeah, <laughs> now, now let's get down to this. Is like there's, there's these uh, conspiracy. You know, like oh well, you know, it's the Freemasons and uh, the Elks and Illuminati. The Illuminati. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Elon Musk t- uh, tweeted this week Illuminati, where he actually spelled n- the naughty part as in dirty naughty. <laughs> <laughs> And he did the 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 hook the little rock'em horns. And yeah, all that. I, I was like, oh, that was funny, you know. And it's it's funny whenever someone sees something like that and they don't they don't actually you know do that. But my question to you, another one. Oh yeah. Okay. Is do you think there's a secret society when it comes to the insurance industry? I never thought about that yeah. before. I mean, there's certainly I think groups of people within the industry out you know outside the associations and stuff that support each other and are friends mm-hmm. and whatnot but as I, that's not secret yeah so a secret society i don't know maybe we should start one <laughs> on a like announcing it on our podcast of <laughs> starting a secret society all right everybody keep keep quiet don't say <laughs> don't tell anybody Shh. we're gonna start a secret society this is just between us J- okay. just us friends <laughs> And on a Spotify <laughs> and anybody. And uh, at this point, we need you to unsubscribe from <laughs> the Insurance Happy Hour podcast so that we can keep this quiet. I mean, we could always just cut it out of the episode and no one would know. No, 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 no. Let's let's just let, – let's see how many people don't listen. <laughs> yeah, you guys have a secret society? Yeah, we've been running for 20 years and we talked about it every week on our podcast. <laughs> Nobody heard it. Nobody cared. <laughs> um but to that so why did you not join the lions club i was never invited to i don't know Hmm. i didn't know it was an option to join i just applied for a scholarship and won it yeah i think that goes back to the whole you know sororities and fraternities no no you know i did not do a sorority in undergrad like then i made the very conscious decision decision not to Mm mm-hmm not really my scene. Yeah. Well, I, and you know, at at Texas A and M, there are many, many, many organizations that you can join as a student uh, for basically whatever you're interested in, whatever you're trying to accomplish in your career at school. Um, that I didn't feel it necessary to join a sorority. Yeah, because there were other ways to meet students and and make friends so and and the other thing about a&m is if you if you if there's not an organization 
that lines up with your interests, it's very easy to start one. <laughs> like, like the secret society of insurance yeah. uh, vendors. Yeah, you just no. need you just need five five people to join with you, or four other people to join with you, and boom, you got an organization. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You should find four people that don't go there and, and, and form the uh, we don't attend <laughs> society. There's there's more than four people who don't go to AM. Uh, n- duh. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, yeah, see, I never had the opportunity to join a, a frat or a sorority at that matter. <laughs> but, I don't know that they would have let you in. And <laughs> I don't know. Progressive times. <laughs> um, but uh, no, um, I, you know, I, I joined the cult of ITC. <laughs> you haven't left or you tried and you came back. I tried. And, you know, it's, it's like the godfather. Once say that you, you can't come back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm here and doing do, doing it still. So, yeah, it's uh, bye. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> I was also um, you, you know, since you you brought up the you know, like, do you have a topic for today? I was like, kind of, you know, and then, and then we had this whole bag for, well, what about that story? What about that story is there's been a little bit of a lack of, uh, industry news this year. I mean, just because of what's been happening with like, <clears throat> with COVID and, you know, no trade shows, things were put on hold for six to nine months for a lot, of, you know, six months for a lot of things. I think we're going to see a lot more like innovation start kind of creeping up. Talk to quite a few people that are in stealth mode. Uh, I, I love the I'm a startup in stealth stealth mode. Ooh, yeah. fancy. At least it's better than a, than worst 12 year old startup. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, that, that, that's the one I didn't get. It's like, oh, you've been in business for 12 years and you're a startup. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, and, and you know, I, I guess there has to be some definition of what a startup is, but. Yeah, we never did answer that question. When do you stop being a startup? I, I don't know. Uh, my, my take is I think about it, you know, once you start driving. Like I always try to – you notice I have a lot of analogies that, that revolve around driving and cars and all that. I think a startup is once you've started the engine and you've started moving forward, you're a startup. You're, you're no longer a startup. You're just I, a company. I think there's something to that in terms of like how much your revenue comes from actual customers versus VC funding. So there's got to be some sort of ratio that when you when you, you have more revenue from customers than VC, that's when you're no longer a startup. Got it. Well, I, Maybe. I, I don't know. That's just my that, conjecture. That, that makes sense. I, I just, you know, I look at it from kind of the accounting standpoint. That is, is accounting well, standpoint. No, no, and I'm saying more of the how you can capitalize expenses is once you start earning a dollar, uh, you you can no longer like capitalize development. Mm. So once you start making money on your the investment you made, you got to start. So is, are you, do you mean like past the investment come into that's come into your startup yeah, that's so your first dollar past what you've raised uh, see i could argue it your first dollar i mean hell how many how many bars have you been to how many cd bars have you been to becky where they have their dollar posted on the wall i don't know <laughs> Notice how I phrase none race none lately obviously that's how i phrase that you cd bar <laughs> visitor <clears throat> and, but, but yeah you, you dollar one uh, re, uh, recoup your initial investment, uh, you know, no longer 
run rate negative. I mean, there, there's a lot of different ways to do it, but I, 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 I've never, the businesses that I've started have always, I've haven't really taken an investment type of thing. It's just save up some cash and you took loans, didn't you? No. Well, you put it on your credit card though. Well, yeah, but that's, but that's no, 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 that not to start the business. I mean, that was me. I mean, I, I ate like a, you know, a, a, I ate very minimal <laughs> whenever I started my company. I lost, I think I lost like 40, 50 pounds when I started my company because I ate nothing but like ramen and, and, uh, mac and cheese and peanut any, butter sandwiches. Yeah. Anything. It was, it was a starving artist layered for a while, but then, you know, started catching up. And even then I, you know, made tons of mistakes and I love that I made all the mistakes. Like it, it screwed me in a lot of ways. But, I'm but you got very valuable lessons. I did. I, I truly feel that some of the the lessons that I learned have have learned me for sure. You know, there's there's certain you know attitude, whatever you want to call it, about failure is not failure because you learn from it, and that f- failure then you know informs your next steps and ultimately your success because you've taken what you learned from not succeeding the first time and used it to modify and change and improve yeah a lot of a lot of the new age thinking that you see out of like spacex and startups is the fail forward fast fail fast forward and all that yep um you, you know i'm a little bit older school I, I i subscribe to the bob ross theory you know happy little mistakes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it just is a happy little mistake. We'll just we'll just we'll just paint a tree over that. Oh wow, you really messed that up. Let's just put let's put a bush, a river. Every river ends up here. It's nice. I love Bob Ross. By the way, I've watched. I've I I will probably say I've watched all Bob Ross videos. I, all the shows. I was never a, a fanatic. I never. I mean, I w- it would be on on occasion, but not something I would sit down and watch. Absolutely cathartic. It is. It is. It. it but I mean, people have always had this whole thing where they just like watching. I mean, how many times do you watch videos? And I'm not saying you, Becky, because you'll go like, I've never watched that video. Um, you know, where they they take resin and wood and turn it into a bowl, and you watch it for six minutes, and you're like, okay, well. It's a bowl. <laughs> they, they had a picture of the bowl at the beginning and then they showed how they got to the bowl. And you, that's about it. I well, mean, I, I can see that about like you can apply that analogy to baking, right? Like I like watching baking shows and to some people that's enormously boring because they're just mixing ingredients and you who's, know. who's your favorite TV cook or online cook or whatever or baker. Well, my the thing I've been watching the last six, seven months is the Great British Bake Off. Mm hmm. Uh, that's on Netflix and I, that's my, that's what I do every weekend. Like I, I, I sit down with my cup of coffee and that's what I watch in the morning and girls are like, can we watch something? No, this is mommy's time. <laughs> no, <laughs> Go away. I, I used to, you know, there's, <clears throat> I loved watching the cooking shows that were in the afternoon on uh, PBS because you had the frugal chef and then you had, uh, Julia Childs and, <laughs> A yeah. little bit of wine in the pot and a glass for me. Back back when we had cable, I watched a lot of Food Network. And some of my favorites, uh, Alton Brown 
was one of one of my absolute favorites. I, I liked D. <laughs> liked uh, Alton Brown. He he got too big for his britches, in my opinion. Well, you could say the same thing about Bobby Flay and yes, uh, Giada and all of them, really. Yeah, and and now it's they it's, became more about personality than yeah, and now, being the personality versus. The and cooking. now the Food Network is is completely different. Like I've I haven't watched Food Network in years. Well, not since we cut cable, which yeah. was almost eight years ago, I think. Um, but you know, some shows I liked uh, the Man versus Food with Alan Rickman. He that was good. Oh, Alan Rickman, yeah. So that was good. Or Adam Rickman, Adam Richman. Sorry, <laughs> no, not Professor Snipe, but uh, Snape. Snape, but uh, you know, Professor of eating too much food. <laughs> Oh, well, yet another episode in in less than a month where we talked about absolutely nothing. <laughs> but I hope you're entertained. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, if, if you have any uh, articles that you came across on the insurance industry and that you would like us to talk about and you would like to hear our perspective on them, right, wrong, funny, not, whatever which way we decide to take that article, uh, please uh, – Tweet it to us using the hashtag insurance happy hour. I am L Ricksford and Becky is Becky L Schroeder. Uh, you can also, I'll, what? I was just going to add, if you would like to apply for membership to our secret society, please use the hashtag insurance secret society <laughs> <laughs> on your tweet. And uh, we will be setting up a uh, GoFundMe page <laughs> and uh, dues will be um, due here shortly. <laughs> The application process is, is beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to this wonderful podcast, make sure you do in your favorite podcast app. All right. Well, it's uh, been a great episode, as always. Thanks for listening. anything up this time other than the entire opening which you'll have to like see if we actually get to you're like i mean it looks like it looks like you were landing a plane over there you're like no stop what shit and I'm, I'm just like flying like i'm just flying blind here and you're like you totally butchered that opening I think he got the ending good this time. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll buy you a Coke for Boss's Day. You owe me.
messed up your name and I felt bad about it for three weeks and I've thought about it. Yomi, we want Fritos. Send the Fritos. And the jalapeno version and the jalapeno bean dip. Oh, yes. Oh, yes.